All right, so we're going to dive into uh, protein. Um, I, this is a huge one. I have had countless conversations, even myself. This is one I am became a very, very advocate pro protein. See what I did there? Yeah. Um, but I've been diving really big into protein just because of how significant it is, um, just to overall, just to our overall well being. Um, and that's longevity, that's health, that's fitness, that's what it's everything. It's everything. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's crazy how much and how many times people miss this one. Um, I've had conversations like, Oh, I have this. That's all the protein you have. That's it. Like, how are you not starving? <laughs> um, so, um, that's what we're gonna dive into today is that big old protein or that P, P word. So, um, let's start with just what is protein. Well, so protein is to keep from nerding out. It's it's an absolutely essential building block for the body. Mm-hmm. So, protein is essential to almost all of the like cellular and bodily functions in our body. Mm-hmm. So our body is using protein just to live. For everything. For everything. <laughs> it's for everything. Yes. <clears throat> and unlike fat, our body does not store extra amino acids. Mm-hmm. Protein's made of amino acids, and we don't store those. Mm-mm. So we have to constantly be intaking protein to give our body what it needs to function. And... You know, so at some minimal level, you can, I suppose, have a minimum amount just to function. Mm-hmm. But if you want to thrive, and the people we work with, a lot of them want to either maintain or build muscle. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that without an adequate amount of protein, period. Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's just nothing else you can do, yeah. Right, your body cannot build muscle with carbs and fat. Yeah, and it's... Uh... Like when you go back to the bodily processes, just like a quick little nerd note, um, it's like those amino acids have so many like roles within like metabolic processes, chemical processes, all the stuff that goes on in your body. And so when you're not getting in amino acids, aka proteins, you are harming yourself in a certain degree, but you're making those processes much more difficult and inefficient. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, who would, who'd want to drive their car around without it being tuned up or without gas or without (laughs) yeah effectively right so here's here's a little fun fact you know so the u.s government publishes recommended daily allowances Mm -hmm. yeah it's always fun to look at (laughs) they're hilarious okay so do you know what the u.s rda recommended daily allowance for protein is for men I don't know the number off my top of my head, but it's very minimal. I know that. It's mm-hmm. not a whole lot. Yeah. I'm going to say like 0.3 maybe. Well, it's 50 grams a day. Oh, so it's not even like put on like a number. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I would cry if I had to eat 50 grams of protein a day. <laughs> if that's all I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> even me. Yeah. You know? Okay, so what we need to know about that is that that number represents the minimum to prevent malnutrition. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's their recommended daily allowances. Let's just prevent malnutrition. Yeah, let's just make it barely over the hump. Like, that's, yeah, that's so little. That's so little. It's like two two chicken breasts. That's it. Yeah. It's like the whole day. Like, you can't, that's not including it. Like, that is nuts. Not a chance. It's crazy. 
crazy. Yeah. And so at that level, you, you can't be maintaining your building muscle. No. And kind of a side tangent here, um, you know, so I'm just slightly older than you. We won't discuss how much. Um, but at, at my age and older, our bodies don't absorb as much. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you need to eat more to ensure that your body gets as much as it needs. Right. That process, the processing becomes a little bit more difficult as you start to age. Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. So it's important to be mindful of protein and, and know how much you should be getting and then working on getting it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's low hanging fruit for almost every single nutrition client I work with. Oh yeah. That, that's the low hanging fruit. Like, Absolutely. Let's eat more protein. <laughs> uh, you know, the benefit is it's slower typically to digest. And so it keeps you feeling fuller longer. Mm-hmm. And then, Hey ladies, here's a, here's one for you. We all want to look toned. Yeah. Well, you know what toned is muscle. muscle. <laughs> it's muscle. <laughs> Nobody gets to tone their fat. I know. You've yeah. got to build muscle if yeah. you want to look toned. <laughs> That is, that is a fun conversation to always have. Well, you need muscle. No, I don't. Like, you, yeah, do. you do. <laughs> you do. Yeah. You know, well, there's, there's something about, you know, well, I don't want to look bulky. 12 years ago, that's what I thought. Yeah. I don't want to look bulky. But actually, okay, I heard this somewhere. I love it. Cupcakes make you bulky. Weights make you lean. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. That's I mean, because that is very true. <laughs> yeah, pick your bulky. Right. Right. So it, it, it almost all comes back to protein. Protein. Mm-hmm. Protein. Just so actually that's how I build my day out. I, I start with the, the most important meal of the day and that can be a different meal every single day, but I pick out the one that's sort of the, the, um, deal breaker. Right. And I plug that in and then it's all about where, where am I going to get the protein for the rest of the day and plugging that in and then I can fill in all the other stuff. Yeah. No, but yeah, you know, so I, I fill in, all right, we're going to have shish kebabs for dinner. All right. Well, here's how much I anticipate getting out of that tuna salad for lunch an omelet for breakfast and you know i still have 30 grams of protein to get in or whatever where am i going to get it Mm -hmm. that's a i like that strategy because like that's how that's essentially how i do mine because my dinners my mom makes dinner so she's like she'll make chicken whatever it is but usually what i'll do is i'll plan my day up to that or i'll plan my day down from that i'm like okay i know i'll approximately get this much in so let's make sure i get this at lunch this my snack this my breakfast that way it is building upon that right because that is like that's a big i mean protein to me like i said is just huge not everybody tracks their food, but for those who do, I think that's the difference. You can either just simply track what you're putting in your mouth and then just see what you get at the end of the day, or you can plan it. Yeah. And and planning it starts early in the morning or the night before. Plug that stuff in. And then I tell people, start with whatever the deal breaker is. If you're If you're going to go out to Applebee's, plug that stuff in and plan the rest of your day around it. Mm. If you want to have spaghetti for dinner, where you're going to probably get more carbs, carbs and protein, and protein yeah. plug it in. 
and then plan the rest of your day around it and figure out where where can you make up for these variations. Right. Is it ideal if every single meal is balanced? Oh, sure. But is that what really happens? No. Yeah. Okay. So make sure your day is balanced. I like that. So circling back to a protein, we've talked a little bit about intakes and obviously this number varies um, from person to person, uh, simply whether depending on activity level, this, that, and everything else. But what is a better number to look like or number range when we are uh, thinking about protein intake? Well, um, I would say at a minimum, what I would be looking at is one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass okay you know so an in body scale will give Tell you, you yeah. an estimate of that and i that's where i would start and i would i would go up for some people as high as um one gram of protein per pound of body weight mm-hmm. um that's what i'm doing currently mm-hmm. is one gram maybe even a little bit more yeah per pound of body weight so I'm trying to get between 140 and 150 grams of protein a day myself. Right. And that's kind of, that's how I am. I'm one to maybe a little bit more, but it's, I'm about 180 to 200 uh, grams of protein a day. So, you know, and people are like, oh my gosh, how do you do it? Okay. Well, (laughs) you know, there's the obvious, right? There's meat. Oh, for sure. Everybody knows that, you know, and the other obvious one is eggs. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, this is the one I love. Well, nuts, nuts are a good source of protein. I know this okay. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have some, but it's they're a good source of fat, fat. is what they yeah. are. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I'll just have some peanut butter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and that'll, that'll add to it. Yeah, for sure. You know, you're adding some other stuff. Um, but you know, track everything. So Greek yogurt, um, mm cheeses um cottage cheese that was my breakfast this morning i had a big old bowl of cottage cheese can't do it i can't Can't do do it it. oh you i'm not a big cottage cheese fan listen you you (laughs) gotta do things with it all right all right okay so everything but the bagel seasoning that was that was this morning okay interesting interesting combo my husband um opens a packet of tuna and stirs it into his cottage cheese so it's like tuna salad hmm Mm-hmm. With salt and pepper. Okay. Um, slice a pineapple. That one I would probably get behind. I could see that. Right. Okay. See, open your mind just a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Cottage cheese, um, Greek yogurt. Now, one of my favorite tricks is stirring my protein powder into other foods. Oh, that's I'm. That's my big Greek thing. yogurt. Yep. Easy. Right. So, you know, that I love that triple zero vanilla yogurt. Yeah. Duh, yeah. And uh, I like the flavor of lemon with blueberries. So I have lemon protein Ooh, powder. Interesting. And then I buy um, frozen wild blueberries. Mm-hmm. And so my my six ounces of yogurt, one or two scoops of uh, protein powder, and then a half a cup of frozen blueberries. And if you let it sit for a minute, those frozen blueberries will freeze like- it up. 
It's like you're having ice cream for breakfast. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've gotten big into overnight oatmeal. Oh, yeah. I call it overnight because I make it in the morning put it in the fridge. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like that because I put a scoop of protein in it, put my oats, and I'll put fruits on top. Yeah. And it is like a little dessert from the morning. It's so good. Yeah. I have some in my, my car right now. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and we make, we batch cook steel cut oats from time to time. Okay. And I always add protein powder to the steel Absolute, cutouts. Yeah, you know it's it's just an easy add. It really is, and that's that's what I like to do. Is like, and it makes sometimes it makes things better too. When you get like a certain flavor of protein, yeah. you add it. It's like, oh, it takes it to a whole new world. I've I've got like five flavors on the whole steel cut oats thing that I do. Okay. Yeah, um, a chai tea flavored one. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty good. Um, Vanilla, I think everybody does the yeah, vanilla. Traditional, uh-huh. Yeah, traditional, um, Pumpkin with Ooh. pumpkin spice. That's, yeah. that's great in the fall. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I have a really good uh, chocolate version. Oh, okay. Yeah, chocolate protein powder and, and cocoa. Ooh, yeah, slap it, a little co- extra cocoa. It's very chocolatey. Yeah. Yeah. Like, almost like a fudgy, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But that's what's cool, though, is, like, you can make those little small uh like adjustments yeah like if you're like oh but i can't eat anymore at lunch make a snack that has a scoop of protein in it yeah or make a like it doesn't have to be chicken all the time it doesn't have to be like meats all the time if yeah. there's other ways to go about it well and <clears throat> okay meat so a lot of people are worried about lean sources okay mm. so if you're tracking your food and if you're trying to play the macros game and get everything to balance out everybody Everybody goes to chicken. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can only handle so much. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I gotta have variety. So do I. Yeah. Oh, I cannot eat the same thing all the time. Well, then ground turkey. Mm-mm. Okay, same thing though. I, mm, I really, I don't get tired of it, but I'm also a little. <laughs> I just like I get a little Mexican bowl and I just do some like rice, some turkey, oh, and stuff like that. But I do a, switch it up though a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I found a couple of Oriental bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you can season it with some hoisin sauce or uh, uh, teriyaki, shredded cabbage, and make it almost like an egg roll in a bowl kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. So that's not too bad. Yeah. Um, but we talked about this earlier in the other podcast. Um, pork tenderloin. Yeah, it's overlooked so much. It's completely overlooked. Yeah, it's something I like. I started introducing. I told people I was like. Yeah, if you get tired of chicken or turkey, pork tender. If you get the right pork tenderloin, yeah, you were on the right money. Like, well, and to me, the the palatability of it is similar to a steak. Mm. So, chicken has a certain texture, and it yeah can be a little stringy for sure, especially if you cook it certain ways, whatever right. it may be. Yeah, but pork tenderloin, okay, it holds a marinade beautifully. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. You can grill it, smoke it, bake grill it. Grill it, oh. smoke it, broil it. Yeah. What can't you do with it? Right. Yeah? That's one of my favorites. I really like it. Um, and it goes with so many flavors. Yeah. You know, it works well with, like, soy, Worcestershire, mm-hmm. um, teriyaki, um, Italian dressing. I don't know if you've ever tried oh, that. Oh, I think I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's pork, but I've had it with chicken. Oh, I yeah. think. I think it's a common thing. Oh, yeah. To do try chicken. try your pork tenderloin and some Italian dressing. Mm, That's I could see it's that. worthwhile. Yeah. That sounds good. You know, and and pork loin. Now that you know, that's a bigger cut of meat. Mm-hmm. Um, 
some people as some people I imagine have never bought the whole loin. Oh, right. I, I'm going to tell you that is the cheapest way to buy pork is to buy the whole thing. pork loin. Yeah. And just cut it into your own roasts or chops on your own. Mm-hmm. I like having big old pork chops cuz mm. they stay juicy. Right. Okay, when when you cut them razor thin, they dry out. Yeah, you lose, yeah, I've had that happen, yeah. <laughs> right. If you want a juicy pork chop, you keep them thick. Right. Huh. Um but those they just they take so much flavor. Um and and pork loin, I I will admit I cook it with the fat cap left on. I just trim it as I'm eating. Okay. Because still gives you flavor, yeah. Gives you flavor and it, it keeps it moist. Mm, for sure. You know? So you know, I think that's part of the problem. Um, not everybody, but many people. Um, we've become an instant gratification society, and so we eat out a lot. We eat a lot of fast food. We eat a lot of um, prepared stuff that's mm-hmm. in the freezer section at the store. Right. We've lost the art of cooking. No, for sure. And that's like something I think that's what helps me so much is I actually enjoy cooking. I love to cook. Like I will have a Traeger one day just because I love smoking. I love grilling. I love cooking. And like to me, it's like that helps my process because I can look forward to going like, oh, I'm going to prepare some meals, whatever it is. And I enjoy that stuff. So it's like that is half the battle. But you're all right because I've noticed that as like people are like, oh, let's just go get food. I was like, why don't we just grab some stuff from the store and make it at home? Yeah. Like it's not that hard. We can do it ourselves, make it better, make it whatever we want. Right. And so it's like. But it is very common. Just like, ah, oh, let's just go grab it from here or let's go grab it from here. Well, so let's talk about that in terms of restaurants, okay? You you sit down for an entree. What's the most expensive thing on the plate? Your protein. Your protein. Yeah. So what do they do? They they load up the plate with carbs. Oh, you know what? I never realized that until you just said that. Right? I think okay. Yeah, I've had a plate, yeah. Think about Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah. eat chicken or shrimp Alfredo, right? How many shrimp do you get? Not a whole lot. Six. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay, I count. Six. <laughs> I feel gypped. Right, yeah. But it's it's enough pasta for like 14 people. Yeah. But it's cheap. Oh, yeah. Pasta's an easy, like, you know, oh, wow, this is like three bucks for two pounds. Like, yeah. Or if you think back to, I call them depression era strategies. Most everybody's mom or grandma does something like this like they would they would dry bread and crumble it up and add it to the hamburger to make it go further Mm, i see what you're saying yeah yeah you know now that's that's legit you know when when times are hard i yeah for sure but when you sit down at a restaurant meal you need to look at that plate and it's it's true of almost anything. Mm-hmm. You get a burger and fries. What do you get more of? Fries for sure. Always fries and a bun. To be honest with you, the bun the buns are like that thick, and it's like I don't need that much bun. I want so I don't want the burger, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you know, we talked about the pasta, or you order a steak and you get a potato that's this big. Yeah, and your stink is like a. Seriously? Yeah. They feed that thing steroids? Right. I don't, yeah. It's, it's crazy how some <laughs> of that stuff comes out. Enormous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go to the store and I see these trays of baking potatoes and I think, you got to bake those things for like four hours. Yeah, it would take forever. Like, I have the same issue like sweet potatoes. There's like some sweet potatoes that are like, I'm like, how am I supposed to cook this thing? Yeah, <laughs> it takes forever. forever. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's that's the cheap portion of the meal. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. It's it's just like the vegetables. I mean, I love vegetables and and we should eat more of those. Mm-hmm. But they bring you your vegetables in this little tiny side dish. Oh, every time. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, like, can I get some side vegetables? It's just yeah. a little cup. <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted a little bit more than that, please. <laughs> hey, how about how about you bring me enough broccoli to replace this monster potato? Yeah. You know, but that's that's the art of making money at selling food, too. Right. So that's that's natural. But as as we're consuming and looking to fill our diet with enough protein, you know, because that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. We we need to be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. That's a, and restaurants are, although we keep going back to the stop, it's a big place because people do eat out. It's part of they the, do. Sure. but when it comes to protein, it's usually the thing that's going to be your cut short on mm-hmm. depending, especially what you get. Yeah. If you're getting like a chicken breast or you're getting steak specifically, you're in a better spot. But normally if you get some type of prepared dish that is like a pasta with meat added to it, that protein's not going to be as significant as you imagine it might be. Right. And that's a big thing to be mindful of. Right. Or going back to our discussion about salads, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to order the salad and I'll, I'll get some chicken on it. Right. Have you ever really measured how much chicken they put on a salad? It's it like one a, chicken yeah. tender. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine that's what they do is they take a chicken tender and slice it up. Yeah. That, that's about what it is. Yeah. I, there are a couple places here in town where I or, always order double protein. Mm-hmm. Whatever you put on it, double, double it for up. me. Yeah. And it's still not enough. enough. Yeah. You know, once you understand how much protein your body really wants and needs, you start to realize where you're getting shorted. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, go to Subway and really figure out how much meat they put on your soda. (laughs) There's not not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. (laughs) It's not enough. Um, And that's, like you said, the big thing with that protein, as much as it is like being, you get more mindful, you start to realize how much you're missing and what you're not getting. Um, but it's so important to make sure you are getting that. And that's why I like what you said with planning backwards. If you do go out, make right. that plan backwards. Go, okay, I'm going to get the pasta with chicken or whatever it is, the sour chicken. It's not going to have a whole lot. So then you make sure my lunch is a little bit heavier, my breakfast is a little bit heavier in protein. So now those blocks are starting to be filled back up. So that mm-hmm. way when we get that dinner, we enjoy ourselves. We have a nice little dinner out wherever. But then it's like, okay, I make yeah. sure I hit my protein intake. What's cool about that? doing that backwards idea by the time you hit that dinner you're actually more than likely not going to be as hungry um and that's going to help with portion control when it comes to these outrageous dishes sometime when you get like a large dish you're like oh god you're not going to want to eat it all because you're going to be more full yeah and that's something i encounter with people i work with Mm -hmm. is you know i have these periods of the day where i'm ravenous well let's let's try adding a little bit of protein you know, how about a hard-boiled egg or mm. one serving of yogurt? And just see how that affects your hunger level yeah. for the rest of the day. Just a little bit of protein will mm. last you a long time. It does. It makes a big difference. You know, and so that getting your yourself tuned into how you feel throughout the day. How do I feel after I have a well-balanced breakfast? Mm-hmm. How long does it last me? You know, how, how's my hunger level until I get to the next meal or I show up at the gym? How well fueled do I feel? Mm-hmm. You know, am I a lawnmower that's sputtering on the last couple of drops of gas? Right. Or do I do I have a full tank of gas to be operating on? Mm-hmm. 
it it takes a while, but tuning in and noticing how you feel will often create the the desire to um, properly fuel and get that protein because you actually feel feel much better. You perform better. Yes, you feel stronger. You don't like you recover better. You yeah. feel full. You yeah. It, well, and and protein doesn't cause as many fluctuations in blood sugar. Right. So you don't get the the high and then yeah, the crash the or yeah. the brain fog. Yeah. You know if if you're job perf- uh, requires some concentration and performance. I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. How do we keep that energy level nice and steady over the course of a day so that at two o'clock you're not dragging just zonked and out, yeah. yeah, or making mistakes, you know, I mean, if you're going to see a surgeon, do you, do you want him to be like going through a sugar crash midway through your operation? Right. I would hope not. <laughs> right. You know, we, we want, so we, we all deserve to have those constant levels of mm-hmm. performance and energy and concentration. Yeah, absolutely. And that protein's a big piece of it. And I like how you say performance because a lot of people, when they think performance, they always go like sports. Like, I'm not an athlete. I don't do football. I don't do so. But you don't have to do any of those things. Your performance is your day-to-day life. Are you able to perform at your job? Are you right. able to perform as a mother, father, whatever it is? Are you able to do those things full of energy, feeling full, feeling good, and not right. clouded, tanked, destroyed, and sad? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. You know, it's it's amazing what balancing things out will do. Add one meal or add one or two snacks, and all of a sudden, wow, like my energy level's back. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, be, because you're putting fuel in the tank. Yeah. You know, it seems like a simple equation, but it's not obvious to everybody. Yeah, it's not obvious. Yeah, for sure. And that is like one thing I've noticed. Even there's days where I'll hit the afternoon, I start to get tired. And I eat a little snack, and I'm like, hey, I'm back. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but those things do make a significant difference. You know, and divvying up meals. You know, mine, and I, I learned this over time, I, I don't do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I do breakfast, early lunch, late lunch, and dinner. Fair enough, yeah. So I'm, I'm placing two meals midday mm-hmm. so that I can get to dinner and not be wild. Yeah. You know, crazy hungry. No, that's a big piece to it. So to start wrapping things up here with protein, my rapid fire question to uh, take things on to the end here is what are some good protein snacks? I know you've mentioned some of them, but this is this is something I find to be very challenging um, okay. because it's, it's hard to find snacks that are very po- protein oriented. So what are some snacks, some ideas you have in that realm of things? Well, I know that all of these depend on personal likes and dislikes. Um, and, and I have a nice article and and if anybody wants to contact me and ask for the article, I'm happy to share it, but it outlines a whole bunch of foods and how much protein is contained in them. But my favorites, I do like cottage cheese with something. (laughs) Not just straight cottage cheese. Uh, yogurt, although I'm going to caution everybody on yogurt, it, read the food label because a lot of them, especially the flavored ones are very high in sugar. Mm-hmm. So you're better off to to buy Greek yogurt and flavor it yourself. Self, yeah, okay. You know, um, hard boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some cheeses 
beware, cheese can be a little bit high in fat. Jerky. Um, oh. Okay, so here we are in you know rural Michigan and Indiana, and we probably have plenty of outdoorsmen. Oh, I highly right? imagine that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, the only jerky I I will eat is venison jerky. Oh, for sure, it's so good. You know, it's great, and it's it's very good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but uh, tuna. You know, a lot of times, James, I'll make up tuna salad. Mm. And then I can just scoop out you know, that little side dish we talked about. Yeah. Okay. That makes that makes a great snack. Yeah, for sure. You know, a three or four ounce portion of tuna salad. You can do the same thing with chicken salad. Just have it there in the fridge ready and waiting for you. I like that. I like that tuna salad and chicken salad idea. I've never really thought about those. Because it's a way to add some flavor to just having just tuna or just this. Yeah. Right. Right. I like that. Oh, I got a, like 45 different recipes for chicken salad. <laughs> well, there you go. You guys know where to I'm get your yeah. junkie. <laughs> <laughs> you guys now know where to get your chicken salad recipes. <laughs> but no, that's awesome. All right. So do you have any last uh, comments or thoughts you want to wrap up things here with about protein? My last comment is people swim around with how much protein do I need? James, that's a, that's the value of getting a nutrition coach mm-hmm. is getting somebody to guide you on that journey and then help you find ways to gradually increase your intake and get it there. Yeah. And that's that's the value that we offer through that service. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it is it's a game changer. I've had nutrition coaching myself actually for a couple of years. And so it does. It makes a huge difference because it's hard to do it on your own, too. Yeah. It's hard to do it on your own. Somebody, somebody objective from the outside looking in can sometimes find the low-hanging fruit and help you harvest it, so to speak. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's been another episode here of Fortitude Radio. It talks a lot about protein, just overall, just some ideas about food and snacks and uh, how to uh, approach things and being mindful. Hopefully you guys like this episode. Make sure you leave a like uh, as well as follow for future episodes, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.